0: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDSC.
1: Tonight, the decision that rocked the royals. It brings me great sadness that it has come to this. The Duke and Duchess of Sussex gone rogue. <laughs> turning their backs on a fairy tale life. Centuries of tradition.
2: And the monarchy itself.
3: The queen, the royal family, have lost this one.
2: Was it him? He'll always serve his queen and his country, but he now needs to serve Archie and Meghan. Was it her? We are dealing with one of the world's great manipulators.
1: Or was it all because she was different?
4: (laughs) You see, in Britain, you're allowed to break the mold as long as you are of a sudden breed. In a
1: TMZ investigation, we cut through the noise. The lies.
5: I never thought that this would be easy, but I thought it would be fair.
1: The rumors and speculation, we know what really went down.
5: They
6: knew that once this news came out, it was going to be massive.
1: Harry and Meghan, the royals in crisis. Good evening, I'm Harvey Levin. The royals are reeling. Harry and Meghan have turned Buckingham Palace upside down by bolting. We have the inside track on why they left. Allegations of racism, sexism, missteps by Harry and Meghan. Over the next hour, you will have a clear picture of what really went down at the palace and why. Harry and Meghan have started a new life in Canada and some Brits are livid.
7: Meghan Markle is one of the most ruthless social climbers I've ever met in my entire life. Piers
1: Morgan is editor-at-large of DailyMail.com, and he has railed on Harry and Meghan for being self-absorbed and disrespectful to the queen.
7: When the rest of the world really sees this for what it is, which is a power grab by two ego-mad, self-obsessed, virtue-signaling, progressive young people who basically stamped their feet till the queen rolled over. It's
1: the very type of attack some say drove the couple out of the country.
4: Once
7: Meghan and I were married,
4: we were excited, we were hopeful, and we were here to serve. For those reasons, it brings me great sadness that it has come to this.
0: What the problem really is here, I think, is a small but extremely powerful faction of the tabloid media.
1: Afua Hirsch is a scholar on race and British history
0: from the very beginning they have tried to hound Meghan Markle out of Britain and I think what we're seeing now is the success of that project but what they didn't bargain for was that in leaving this country her husband would want to go with her.
1: And now the criticism of the couple is getting even more ferocious with some accusing Meghan of strong-arming a submissive husband
7: into abandoning his family. I think Harry's been as bad as Meghan to be honest. I mean how he's gone from being uh, party boy, fun-loving, hugely popular, charismatic, charming young man that everybody loved, to this wet drip being pushed around by his older American wife in this way. Anyone who thinks she wants to get out of the fame element of all this is living in cloud cuckoo land.
0: This idea that this black woman has some kind of dark magic over this poor innocent man, that she's bewitched him, corrupted him against his family, that she has all of this sinister power. You know, as a black woman, these are things that I've heard spoken against black women over centuries. To
1: understand what drove Harry and Meghan out of Great Britain, we dug deep to figure out who they really are.
8: She wasn't mean and she wasn't bitchy and she always had her her eyes kind of set on you know bigger goals Go, <laughs> megan markle began her tv career in
1: 2006 on deal or no deal alongside fellow briefcase model claudia jordan
8: as a woman of color the way she's been dragged through the press you know over there and um, you know across the pond and the fact that harry is now standing by his woman and fighting for his family. That says a lot to me about Meghan's character. She is a
5: deeply warm and caring person.
1: Liz Kors was Meghan's sorority sister at Northwestern.
5: She is very thoughtful in what she does and um, what she chooses to put her energy into, Um, a great listener, and someone who really kind of cares about the world and the people around her.
1: Then there's the truth Brits just don't want to admit. We know Harry never wanted to be a royal.
6: Harry, for years, has talked about wanting a normal existence.
1: Victoria Arbiter is a CNN royal correspondent.
6: He wishes he hadn't been born a member of the royal family, how he'd love to run away to Africa and save animals. Harry has always
3: struggled with the notion that he is a prince.
1: Katie Nichol is a royal correspondent for Vanity Fair.
3: He struggled with so much of it, not least the media spotlight. And I always remember him saying once to me, I just want to be able to get on the tube.
1: Fact is, Harry was happiest as a grunt
2: soldier. I think the military made him into the man he is today. Dean Stott befriended the prince during military training. It gave him confidence in an individual and it's probably the only
4: time in his life that he actually felt normal. It's it's bizarre, I'm out here now. I haven't really had a shower for four days. I haven't washed my clothes for a week and everything seems completely normal. (laughs) It's very nice just to be here and uh, be with all the guys and just sort of uh, mucking in as one of the lads.
0: The reality was, it was the life he preferred.
4: James
1: Wharton, who was under Harry's command in a three-man tank crew, is telling this story for
0: the first time. When our tank broke down, the driver said something like, I think we need to suck some diesel out of the tank and put it in the engine. And Harry just, without pressure, volunteered to do it. And there's this mad situation where Prince Harry is literally sucking diesel out of a fuel tank. And, you know, I'd be lying if I didn't say to myself, geez, that's Prince Harry doing that.
1: When young Harry wasn't at war, he
7: partied hard, mostly remembering what his mom taught him. Princess Donna had a mantra for herself and for Harry and William, which was, look, If you're gonna be naughty, just don't get caught.
1: Harry successfully observed Diana's rules of the road until a notorious visit to Las Vegas in 2012. The escapades began with a challenge to a gold medal Olympian.
9: We're at the XS nightclub. And then he's like, dude, I really wanna race you in the pool. And he immediately takes off his shirt and like jumps in and we took off. And well, of course, I'm a 12-time Olympian. I'm not going to let Prince Harry beat me. So I beat him, of course. But that was just the beginning
1: of an epic weekend. Later, the prince and some friends were in his hotel suite
9: when things got really wild. The next day, everyone was like, dude, you swam with Prince Harry? I'm like, yeah, I swam with Prince Harry. He's like, dude, were you there at the party when he was naked? I was like, what? What?" They are photographs taken in Las Vegas.
1: Uh, and they are photographs of Prince Harry playing strip pool. I didn't um, even know that was a sport. Uh, <laughs> he is now back in England, and there are a lot of unhappy people in the royal family feeling like shouldn't have done it.
9: Thank God I was not there,
4: too.
2: <laughs> I think fun is part of his life, and I think that's why he's so much loved here by the, the UK public.
4: Harry is hugely loved because He's different from the rest.
1: Mark Francis Vendelli, a British socialite and reality star, says Harry's loved for his escapades, but Meghan is different.
4: You see, in Britain, you're allowed to break the mold as long as you are of a certain breed, if one has to be old-fashioned about things. In the summer of 2016,
1: the then 31-year-old Harry finally met his real match, Meghan falling deeply in love with a 34-year-old California divorcee and TV actress. Improbable? Well, not if you look under the surface.
10: I mean, let's look at who Harry's mother was and who Harry married. Dr. Phil knows a lot about the royal family dynamic. You know, his mother was sassy, beautiful, independent. And here he comes and marries this this woman that is sassy, beautiful, and independent. She was not going to be a member of the flock and just follow along like a sheep. We know,
1: for Harry, there was another appealing fact about a bride who was already a celebrity.
3: Being a celebrity was a great draw to Harry. He knew that if anyone could handle the pressure, it was more likely than not going to be someone who'd had that experience in the public eye.
1: As bad as it was when they were dating, they had no idea how much worse it would get. Just ahead, we know what Prince William said to Harry that put him over the edge. Harry was furious about it, absolutely livid. A royal rift that may never be repaired. And later, will they make it in America? If you are a marketer,
11: this is a dream. I wouldn't even wait for them to pitch. I'd be like, I'm in, whatever you
1: want, yes. So much more on Harry and Meghan, the royals in crisis, after this. William and Harry, the boys who were joined at the hip after their mother's death, are now all but estranged. And we've learned it's directly the result of Harry's engagement to Meghan.
6: William, early on, said to Harry, we get that you love her. This is wonderful. We're happy that you're happy. But perhaps slow this down a little bit.
12: Harry was furious about it. Dan Wooten, The Sun's executive editor, says Harry went ballistic. Absolutely livid, angry with his brother, betrayed by his brother, and arguably, their relationship hasn't recovered since.
6: Harry was caught up in this great love affair that he was experiencing, and also, Harry was desperate to meet a wife, to start a
7: family. The reality is, there's a very serious rift between those two boys. They barely speak, they hardly ever meet. Harry tried to minimize the conflict.
4: Look, we're we're brothers, we'll always be brothers. Um, We're certainly on different paths at the moment, but I will always be there for him, and as I know, he'll always be there for me.
1: It's possible the brotherly rift has reached the point of no return. (music) What's especially tragic, these boys seem to have an unbreakable bond after their mother's death.
13: These boys were Diana's greatest legacy. They really were.
1: Lisa Vanderpump is a reality star and entrepreneur.
13: I think that she would be very sad to see the day that they've separated, and ultimately, that's what it's come to.
10: Dr. Phil says it's all pretty simple. Probably the most influential voice in his ear had been William, and I think that's been replaced now. Replaced by Megan,
1: and that ticked off the British media which turned her into a human pinata.
0: If you compare, for example, the way Kate Middleton has been treated by the press, and you compare the way Meghan Markle has been attacked in the press, there is no comparison. Even when they've done the exact same things, such as wear a one-shoulder dress or cradle their baby bump, Kate Middleton has been praised as maternal or beautiful, and Meghan Markle has been told she's trashing royal Tradition. There was tremendous optimism at the start of this
6: union but as the months unfolded we could see that the press took something of a turn responding to various actions that Harry and Meghan had taken but with each new article that was beamed around the world Harry and Meghan I think got more and more frustrated.
1: By the time they announced their engagement it was clear Harry and Meghan had had it.
4: You can have as many conversations as you want and pre- try and prepare as much as possible but. We were, we were totally un- unprepared for, for what happened after that.
5: There's a misconception that because I have worked in the entertainment industry, that this would be something I would be familiar with. We were just hit so hard at the beginning with a lot of mistruths that I made the choice to not read anything, positive or negative.
1: The wedding looked flawless, but behind the scenes, we know it was a nightmare that destroyed
12: relationship after relationship. Meghan and Kate had fallen out. And that was because of the way that Kate accused Meghan of speaking to her staff at Kensington Palace during uh, the wedding fitting for baby Charlotte when Kate was left in tears. And at that point, it was very, very clear that the relationship between Kate and Meghan just wouldn't recover.
1: And there was more. Meghan also outraged the palace with a request that the musty 500-year-old St. George's Chapel Be sprayed with air freshener before the big day but the queen was having none of it
3: I think there is a feeling that the queen the royal family really have bent over backwards to give them everything that they wanted the wedding that they wanted the home that they wanted and yet they still seem to present themselves as being hard done by some people interpret that as being Professional victims.
12: They wanted to go to war with the British establishment. They actually wanted to go to war with the monarchy itself. And there has been a civil war going on. We're told some of
1: Meghan's
7: friends were hurt when she didn't invite them to the wedding reception. The moment Meghan Markle no longer perceives you to be useful, it doesn't matter how close a family member or friend you are, you get chopped. She's done it to almost all her old friends. She's now acquired new friends, Oprah, George Clooney, uh, David Beckham, Elton John, and she's done it to her ex-husband. She's done it to most of her family, 99% of them. None of them were at the wedding apart from her mother. She's done it to her father, who she's disowned. Of course I miss her.
14: Thomas Markle, Megan's dad, was conciliatory when he spoke with us. I love her. She's my daughter. I miss her very much. I'm not thrilled with what's going on or what they're doing right now, but of course I miss her.
3: This was a family who was going to make headlines for all the wrong reasons. An absolute nightmare for Meghan. As Meghan's relatives came out
6: of the woodwork, the royal family kind of hunkered down. That's what they do. They bury their heads in the sand.
3: But, you know, manner, absolute manner for the tabloid press. After the wedding, the honeymoon
1: period went by in a blink as the media onslaught went from bad to worse. Some of it grossly unfair, some of it self-inflicted.
7: Time and again after the wedding, they did these ridiculous things, which I think brought on them perfectly justified criticism. Whether it was for her ridiculously over the top baby shower in New York with all the celebrities flying back on George Clooney's plane, whether it was refusing to pose for pictures at Wimbledon in a way that Dinah always used to, whether it was preaching about climate change and then getting on Elton John's planes every two minutes at the same time.
10: I do think she rubbed some people the wrong way early on mainly the Queen of England. And when you do that, that creates a problem, not just with her, but with the press, who loves the queen. And
1: we're told there's another reality here. Meghan is used to a glamorous
12: lifestyle, and you may not know this, but the palace is anything but. The reality of royal life, apologies, Megan, is not glamorous. I mean, if you go into one of the queen's palaces, she's got little heaters. She's got old furniture that's falling apart. Usually the roof is leaking. The wallpaper is falling off. This is not Downton Abbey in 2020. You know, this is actually a relatively modest life. Coming up. Two duchesses very different.
4: Why Kate fit in and Meghan didn't. Kate entered the farm and slowly became part of it. Meghan has acted
1: in a different way. But up next, shocking allegations of
8: racism in the media and inside the royal family. He married a beautiful, classy, educated, woke woman who happens to have a parent of color if that's an issue for you instead of someone's character, then f*** the royal family. Much more of Harry and Meghan, the royals in crisis, after this.
6: This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Hmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you.
1: Meghan Markle has been torn apart in Great Britain. And there's a case to be made. It's all because her mom is black.
8: It's a shame that she's being treated the way she's being treated. It's not like Harry married this ratchet, ignorant woman. He married a beautiful, classy, educated, woke woman who happens to have a parent of color. And if that's an issue for you instead of someone's character, then the royal family. It's all very complicated. On
1: one level, Meghan's background represented a change to the royals that would catapult them into the 21st century.
3: The idea that a beautiful, young, talented, biracial woman was marrying into the royal family was actually something that that the British people celebrated because Meghan represented something new.
7: Everyone loved it. Every front page of every paper, day in, day out. This is fantastic.
1: But there's definitely evidence Megan was treated differently.
0: Examples abound. From the very beginning, saying that she was from gang scarred Crenshaw, straight out of Compton was a headline one newspaper used. The idea that her DNA is exotic, that when she eats avocados, that links her personally to mass murder.
1: There have even been examples of racism inside the House of Windsor.
0: There have been some instances of racist behavior among the royals. For example, Princess Michael of Kent wore an openly racist brooch at a meeting with Meghan Markle.
7: Utter nonsense. The British people are not a racist people. It is despicable of Harry and Meghan to play the race card in the way they have. One of the most unsavory uh,
12: aspects of this whole story has been the way certain fans of Meghan or certain journalists who support Meghan have tried to paint not only the British press, actually, but the entire British society is somehow structurally racist. And it's just simply not true. There's an undeniable truth.
1: Megan's virtues were minimized, her flaws maximized, but there's another sticking point that doesn't involve race.
10: I don't think racism has anything to do with it. If it's anything at all, if there is an ism there, uh, I think it would be sexism. Dr. Phil has a point because Megan is a woman with drive and a very strong
1: point of view.
5: It is said that girls with dreams become women with vision.
1: This is interesting, before she met Harry, Meghan talked to Larry King about bucking tradition.
5: It takes a lot of courage for anyone to be able to fight against what has been customary and say, even if we've been doing this for a long time, doesn't necessarily mean it's the right thing that we should be doing.
1: And during the trip to Africa, she made it clear she is a strong, unapologetic feminist.
5: I want you to know that for me, I am here with you as a mother, as a wife, as a woman, as a woman of color, and as your sister.
3: Meghan was a fully fledged person in her own right, and she was a strong person, an outspoken feminist. You know, we've not seen anyone like that marry into the royal family.
1: Meghan's dad thinks his daughter has been made a scapegoat to cover for Harry's shortcomings.
14: Well, I think Harry's a very insecure man. And uh, I think that that's being shifted on to my daughter. And I think she winds up mothering him.
1: We've spoken with someone in regular touch with the Duchess. Meghan's view and criticism is that a woman in the royal family is someone who looks pretty, will shut up, and never say anything controversial. Something
4: that suits the Duchess of Cambridge to a T. Kate, of course, embodies the perfect future queen. She is elegant polite, charming, correct. She never really wanted to cause immediate or great change. She entered the firm and slowly became part of it. Meghan has acted in a different way.
0: Kate Middleton didn't have a significant career before marrying Prince William. Meghan Markle did. So who's the victim? (laughs) Guy I met. Online. Ah, one
13: of those.
0: Don't judge. We're young. I'm having fun. And I cannot understand why the British media have always seen it as a negative thing, that she is somebody who doesn't come from privilege, actually, has worked really hard.
12: Meghan wants to change the world, you know? She wants to be like Michelle Obama or Hillary Clinton, or Oprah Winfrey. And I think she soon realized that life in the royal family is quite limiting.
0: It's not sustainable in 2020 to say to a woman, as a wife, you should shut up and do what your husband tells you, or you should always take a back seat behind him. You should only support causes that seem harmless and unthreatening. That's not how women live now.
1: And the way Meghan and Harry live now is thousands of miles from his family. Coming up, if you think it was an impulsive decision to bolt, think again, because we know it was up to a year in the making.
3: The way it happened has caused a lot of pain, a lot of anguish. I was told that that privately, the queen has been devastated, heartbroken by this.
9: And later, will they make it in America? They will have every opportunity that they want. I think the potential that Harry and Meghan have is Unbelievable.
11: As much as they have an opportunity to build one of the most substantial personal brands in the world,
1: all it takes is a second to destroy it. Much more as Harry and Meghan, the Royals in Crisis, rolls on.
13: Good morning, Britain. Meghan Markle flees to Canada 24 hours after she and Harry quit royal family duties.
1: It seemed abrupt, incredibly impulsive, and for many Brits, enraging.
7: They've gone off to be the big stars of the family. And it's incredibly sad. I think it's very damaging. I think it will end in tears. And I fear it will end in Harry's tears.
1: Fact is, We know this was anything but impulsive. It was carefully, methodically planned for the better part of 2019.
6: Harry and Meghan's plans have been in the works for quite a long time. The trademarking, the setting up the website. There's a number of things we can point to that suggest that Harry and Meghan have wanted to make this switch.
1: Back in April, Harry announced a new project. He was co-producing an Apple TV series on mental health with none other than Oprah Winfrey the profits going to mental health organizations. Another smoking gun, a splashy premiere of The Lion King back in July when Harry leaned in on Disney chief Bob Iger, pitching Megan for a job. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. Megan was right there, making it clear to Lion King director John Favreau she was ready to sign on the dotted line.
7: Harry was basically aggressively pitching his wife for voiceovers with Disney. And we in Britain found that incredibly shocking, that Harry was basically behaving like a Hollywood agent. And there's this. Megan was getting the band back
12: together. I was pretty stunned when I found out that Megan had assembled this crack team in Hollywood. You know, Her old business manager was back, her old PR company. In September, as they were hatching their plan, they were clearly reaching
4: a breaking point. Of course there's a lot of stuff that hurts, um, especially when the majority of it is untrue. Um, But all we need to do is focus focus on, on being real and focus on being the people that we are. Um, and standing up for what we believe in, I will, you know, I will not, I will not be bullied <laughs> into into into
5: playing a game
4: that, that killed my mum.
5: I never thought that this would be easy, but I thought it would be fair. And also, thank you for asking, because not many people have asked if I'm okay. But it's um, it's a very real thing to be going through behind the scenes.
12: I've gone to this continent, which is poverty stricken, and they both give interviews all about them and the problems that they are facing as multi-millionaire privileged members of the royal family. Others were more sympathetic.
3: I think it takes a heart of steel to watch Meghan in that interview and not feel some sympathy for her.
1: Harry and Meghan's struggles were met by royal silence and some say their public comments were passive aggressive.
10: That seemed to me to be a very thinly veiled shot at the royal family, that people were not coming to her and saying, hey, how's this going for you? Can we help in some way? It's not
5: enough to just survive something, right? Like That's not the point of life.
10: I think at that point, she had kind of said, you don't much care about how this is affecting me, so I'm not gonna care too much about how I'm affecting you. A plan was being carefully crafted for some time in the future,
1: but earlier this month, something happened that turned everything upside down.
6: What they hadn't counted on was the Sun leaking their plans, was the Sun blowing everything out of the water. They knew that once this news came out, it was going to be massive.
1: Harry and Meghan decided to beat the Sun newspaper to the punch and make the announcement themselves. Problem is, they blindsided their fellow royals, including the Queen.
3: The Queen was incredibly hurt um, by how Harry and Meghan went about this. The way it happened has caused a lot of pain, a lot of anguish behind the scenes. And yes, I was told that that privately, the queen has been devastated, heartbroken by this. I think he's deeply regretted his actions since.
1: Our sources say the queen pleaded with Harry and Meghan, but especially Harry, to reconsider. But he wasn't having it. And in the end,
7: there was nothing she could do. The queen has given them license to go off and have their cake and eat it. And I think she's gonna eat more cake than we've seen since Marie Antoinette.
12: Meghan and Harry checkmated the queen into the situation. But others
10: say Harry had no choice. If you try to have divided loyalties, that doesn't work. I mean, if, if you're saying, okay, my first loyalty goes to the monarchy here and my duty's there, my second priority is my spouse, my children, my family. I I don't care where you live or what the structure is, that's not the natural order of things. And certainly if you're coming from outside that system, that's gonna be real uncomfortable for Megan, right? And now the floodgates have opened for other royals, especially
1: those who won't become king or queen, to bail on England.
13: I think we need every great royal we can get, we really do. And after the fiasco with Prince Andrew, I think we need Harry and Meghan. We need them there to carry on the tradition.
1: But the fact is, Harry and Meghan are now gone, possibly for good.
6: If it's we're going, we're coming, we're going, we're coming, that starts to become very confusing and the monarchy can't afford for that to happen. And so I think really, once Harry and Meghan have stepped away, they're going to be gone. Coming up, now
1: that Harry and Meghan have cut the cord, how are they going to pay the rent? We found billionaire
9: status could be in their future. I think this comes along maybe once in a generation or maybe never before. Much more, Harry and Meghan, the
1: royals in crisis after this. Harry and Meghan are already starting a second life in their short marriage. They've made the trek to Canada where they will pay their own way
9: but how are they going to do that? I think they can make a tremendous living. I think they can make a lot of money. Ryan Seacrest helped create one of the biggest brands in the world with
1: Keeping Up with the Kardashians. His money is on Megan and
9: Harry. I think the potential that Harry and Megan have is unbelievable. If you are a marketer, this is a dream. I, I, I think this comes along maybe once in a generation or maybe never before where you've got uh, royalty, where you've got relevance, where you've got a couple, you've got two individuals from different worlds who have built a family. So I think they will have every opportunity that they want. It'll be interesting to see which paths they choose.
1: As we told you, Megan's already scored a voiceover role for Disney with a little help from Harry. And for his part, Harry's inked a deal to produce a docu-series on mental health for Apple TV with none other than Oprah Winfrey as his producing partner.
6: We were having a discussion about what are the things that really matter to you in the world? And I had asked Prince Harry that, and he said, climate change and mental wellness. And I went, oh gee, me too. So from there, the conversation went to, I said, I'm doing this thing for Apple. And when I finished the conversation, he said, oh, if you ever need any help with that Apple thing.
1: Actually, I do. So far, both Meghan and Harry are donating whatever they make to charities. But it's called show business for a reason. And Harry and Meghan could even give the queen a run for
11: her money. Harry and Meghan are incredibly marketable. I, I call them the, the
1: new young Obamas. Shark Tank star and Mavericks owner Mark Cuban, a multi-billionaire who has branded everything from computer systems to fake corn beef, says Harry and Meghan are gold.
11: They literally could become billionaires over the next 20 years. As long as they limit their projects and don't try to sell everything and anything, then they will have such a valuable brand that they'll be able to pick and choose whatever they want to do and just make an ungodly amount of money doing
2: it. Harry's doing all right.
1: James McCourt knows Meghan and Harry's bottom line and one thing's for sure, it was already fat.
2: He's got around 40 million in the bank, Um, and that's inheritance from the queen mother, um, inheritance from Diana, um, and also money passed down from Charles as well. And of course, Charles is also giving them money every year. And of course, Meghan had her own money. But then the big question, what do they do?
5: They're going to have to weigh, I think, each opportunity that they get.
1: Judy Smith, the inspiration for the Olivia Pope character in Scandal, is a renowned crisis manager.
5: It is really about the subject matter, it's about the partnership, it's about the vehicle and what you hope to accomplish. And all of those decisions have to be made uh, with great deliberation.
1: So the obvious question, does Meghan Markle go back into acting?
5: Sometimes you only get one shot. Speaking of, how do I look? And do you. Yeah. I'll consider it.
9: I think Meghan could go back into acting. She was a successful actress before she moved overseas, and now that she's coming back this way, I think she'll be presented with scripts and opportunities. So I do think she can make that crossover once again.
5: Well, I think it would depend on a whole host of factors, right? What's the show about? Does the show have a message, an uplifting, positive message? How does it play into what their brand and agenda is? There
1: are two things she shouldn't do. I don't think she would go back to suits. <laughs>
11: Could Meghan Markle have a sex scene in a movie? No, because that would destroy their brand
1: in a nanosecond. As for Harry, he's more of an unknown
9: but incredibly marketable. I don't think we totally grasp the full picture of him yet, but that's part of the, the beauty, is that there is this unknown and possibly unseen with Harry. He has not been exposed in entertainment in a big way. He's been living his life. Why, you know, the docu-world, the sports world, the adventure world, these are silos and genres which I think we could see Harry uh, succeeding in.
1: The reality is just about any producer. Any book publisher, just about anybody in entertainment, would want to hitch their wagon to Megan and Harry. If
11: either of them came on Shark Tank, I wouldn't even wait for them to pitch. I'd be like, I'm in, whatever you want, yes. Because they are so marketable. It would be so easy to develop products and projects for them, with them, and around them. It'd be, yes, yes, can you hook it up?
7: But not everyone sees it as smooth sailing. If Meghan Markle thinks she's going to emerge from this as some kind of Princess Diana figure, she needs to think again. She's going to end up like a mini royal Kim Kardashian with all the ignominy that goes with that title. Secret says they could be as big as the
9: fam he put on TV. I know the Kardashians made a pact with the family when they started out on this journey to be open and honest and show the good, the bad, and the tough to the public. Whether Harry and Meghan want to do that, or need to do that, or decided to do that, remains to be seen. Coming up, could their big plan backfire? I think that the press intrusion is gonna
2: be even more intense, and I do worry that at some point, they're gonna think, what have we done? What
1: The story behind the broken bond between Meghan and her father.
14: I don't recognize the Meghan I knew. I don't recognize uh, the friends that surround her
1: right after this. Harry and Meghan bailed from England, giving up their senior royal titles because they wanted a better future for themselves. It's what I hope can be a more
4: peaceful life.
1: On so many levels, Harry's frustrations are understandable. A husband and a father with a wife who was skewered in the press.
2: He'll always serve his queen and his country, but he now needs to serve uh,
1: Archie and Meghan. Indeed, they desperately wanted to get as far away from the British media as possible, but that's more a dream than a reality. That's wishful thinking. Steve Ginsburg owns the Backgrid Paparazzi Agency. Both
7: of them are celebrities in their own right for their own reasons, and they're a huge global news story. So to think that they're going to get away from the media or the paparazzi, in, in my opinion, I just don't see it.
1: They may well find things are actually worse in Canada than Great Britain.
2: They won't have the protections that they had in the UK. A lot of the UK press are not able to cover um, the royal family, you know, with the long lens, with the paparazzi shots because of different regulations that were brought into place after Diana's death. And now they're in a different country. None of that applies. And check this out.
1: Meghan has already threatened to sue the British media for publishing photos of her out with Archie and the Dogs on Vancouver Island. That lawsuit would never fly in Canada.
2: I do worry that at some point, they're gonna think, what have we done? You know, we should've just stayed in the UK where at least they had that kind of shelter of the palace walls. And now really, it's it's them fending for themselves over in Canada. If they end up in the US and we're told it may only be a matter of
1: time until they migrate to Hollywood, the laws are even less protective. Case in point, Halle Berry threatened to move her and her daughter to France back in 2012 in the middle of her divorce from Gabrielle Aubrey. She went before the divorce judge, arguing the French paparazzi leave celebs alone. The irony, of course, the French paparazzi are way more aggressive and many say Princess Diana died as a result of out of control photogs. And speaking of Princess Diana, Harry and Meghan's move to Canada is something she'd understand.
13: I just think we all saw the evidence of Diana being such a wonderful mother and loving her boys so much, and that whole family unit that she fought for, the normalcy in their lives. And I understand there are parts of being, you know, in the royal family that must be extraordinarily challenging. I mean, that's why over the years, we've seen very few commoners marry royal family.
1: If Harry and Meghan think the paparazzi won't get on a plane and fly to Canada, Hollywood, or any place else they land, well, they need to think again.
7: It doesn't matter if Meghan and Harry flew to Antarctica or to Canada or to either end of the world. Photographers and journalists are going to go there to cover this story. It's not about the geographical location, it's about the newsworthiness of this story. So Harry and Meghan are starting a new life
1: together in a faraway land. The big question, if it doesn't work out, can they
6: ever go back to Great Britain? I don't know how you come back to the institution of monarchy because it's not just the Queen saying, yes, come back with open arms. You have to come back with the British public's acceptance as well. You know, The public is fickle, popularity is fickle.
1: And there are some, including Harry's estranged father-in-law, who fear he'll be a
14: lost soul. I don't know what Harry's going to do now. All of his friends are in England. All of his work was in England. Now he's going to Canada. What's he going to do?
2: He's gonna kinda look around one day and think, it's just me, I'm on my own. And he doesn't really know how to live like a normal person.
1: There's another point of view. Another queen says, just leave Harry and Meghan alone.
6: When a person has sat and thought about what is the best decision I'm gonna make for my family, and then he makes that decision, none of us have any right to say anything about that.
1: Here's what numerous people in the know have told us. Even if Harry never met Meghan, he still would have left the royal family because it's just not his thing.
3: I think in many ways, Harry, if he could have been born, not a royal, um, I I think in many ways he would have preferred it.
1: With all the frustrations, anger and arguments, could Mexit spell the end of the monarchy as we know it?
7: If you end up having renegade royals running around the world like global celebrities, if you allow them to do that and to ruthlessly, commercially cash in on their royal fame, that is the beginning of the end of the monarchy. And that's why I'm stunned the Queen's allowed them to do this.
1: The Queen is incredibly astute when it comes to making decisions that protect the crown. And if Harry and Meghan start to look like a liability, well, if they want back, they may find out Her Highness changed the locks.
6: Once you're gone, you're gone.
1: Even if the Queen shuts the door on Harry and Meghan, her dad says his door is always open for them.
14: I hope that uh, they, they, they stay together and love each other and take care of their child and uh, my grandson. And, uh, and even if I'd not, never see him again, I wish them the very best. I still love them. I hope that someday maybe we do get back together. But I'm 75, so there isn't a lot of time. And it got to hurt. Yeah.
1: One thing we've learned here at TMZ, you can never figure out what the future holds by looking at a moment in time. Harry and Meghan's story is far from over. This could prove to be a brilliant move or a spectacular misstep. One thing we know for sure, the world will be watching. I'm Harvey Levin, good night.